talk about books. Books. <laughs> Let's talk about books. Okay. Okay. So I try not to collect books. I've moved around some. I hate putting books in boxes and moving, moving, moving. But I do have a small collection of editions of Henry James. I wrote my dissertation on Henry James. I, I am a Henry James scholar. And my New York edition of Henry James reinforces my identity, of course, as a Henry James scholar. Physical proof. It is physical proof. And they are behind glass. I can pull them out. I can show them to people. I can say, look at the engravings. I can tell them again the story of how Henry James thought he was going to make his fortune with this New York edition of his books and how Edith Wharton, in fact, financed it with Scribner's. You can show your I knowledge. Can, I can show my knowledge. I can somehow reinforce my class, right? I'm a member of the intellectual class. I am a member of a certain class that finds value and will sacrifice to purchase this, this kind of artifact, which then gets to shore up who I am. It, sh it shows your priorities. It, it shows my priorities. I live, I live in an old ramshackle house. That's not important to me. It is not important to me that I have air conditioning. And so I don't. Well, unless, it is, unless it affects the condition of your books. Unless it affects the condition of the books. If I lived in the deep south, I would have air conditioning. Exactly. What about the, the collector who's a, a railroad engineer who happens to love Jane Austen? How interesting. My husband actually collects railroad memorabilia, but I... I don't believe he ever read a Jane Austen novel. What I'm trying to get at mm -hmm. is that, that one's identity isn't necessarily entirely wrapped up in, a, in whatever they happen to collect. But A lot of people have several collections. It this might be just the, the joy of finding something. Well, it goes back to your thrill of the hunt. That's part of it. Finding something, anything. I haunt thrift stores, and it's, it's all about seeing what's there. Well, and also knowing that something has value and other people don't know that. Right. Finding something that you can then put together with other things and then attributing value to those mm -hmm. things that you've compiled. Yeah, and sometimes it's just interesting bits and pieces of miscellany, not so much collecting for the purposes of collecting a certain kind of thing and then ordering and ranking and, and all of that. It's just accumulating really mm -hmm. interesting things to decorate your life in some way. Someone yesterday was talking about people who eschew stuff. Minimal. Yes, they, they, yeah, they're minimalists. They have mm. nothing on their walls. They have nothing on their shelves. Uh, they might be sleeping on a mattress on the floor. I try not to have so much stuff that that I feel suffocated by mm. the stuff and every time I move I like to offload that I, I don't need or, or want anymore. I mean, I'm comforted by being surrounded by things. There's a romance to things, but, but the things I think I have at, at this point in my life are things that, again, tell my stories for me in some way.
the series, for example, there's collecting the Booker Prize. Yes, yes. Now, again, that's not necessarily reflecting who you are. It's mm -hmm. reflecting... Someone else's choices. Yes, mm -hmm. that you respect. Wanting to show people that you're up with the, the trend or that, that... In the know, I admire the judges who are selecting for those prizes, so okay. I will often pick one of those up just because I know it will be satisfying. Okay, so th that might be the motive behind collecting a, a prize, is that you want in your possession the best that's been written. Yes, yes. Although, interestingly, Nigel, I will read it and then I will give it to a friend to then pass along to another friend. Oh, I love this book. You're going to enjoy it. Yeah, so you don't sound like a collector. I, I tend not to be, but that's no. because my mother was a collector. And oh. though I loved her dearly. You're defining yourself against, in opposition. Against, yes, uh, yes because <laughs> she collected all kinds of things that she left to me. Okay. Um, I cannot find it in my heart and soul to give them up. I am not really attached to those demitasse spoons or to the bunnies or to the Royal Copenhagen Christmas plates. People have said, put them on eBay. You know, it's not even worth my while to do that. Yeah. But you can't get rid of them. I just can't. Yeah. My mother loved them. She really did. She did love them. So I guess in keeping them around, I am able to to keep her close. Yeah, and of course she's part of your identity. And she is part of my identity, so it's sort of um, claiming the identity through collection secondhand yeah. in, in some way. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but I try not to, not to collect stuff. She somehow suggested that it would make things easier for her if I collected something, so that any time there were something to celebrate, she could then add to my collection. Right. It, it makes me a little uneasy and queasy in, in some way, so I, I tend not to collect. And of course, my, my children say, you, you didn't save, you didn't collect my awards from, from grammar school. I said, no, no. No, when what, do I, they collect or not? No, they don't, they collect, don't collect anything. Do you think that's it's this generation? I think there are I some. I mean, they collect, they collect songs on their iPods, They certainly they? do, and but. one of my assignments for my students, in fact, was in this collecting class was to create a playlist which would be a collection and then they would have to present that playlist to the class and explain how it functioned as a collection. Which yeah. again is a, is a really important part of collecting I mm -hmm. think, isn't mm -hmm. it? It's you pull things together but... Well in that way they were to establish their identity and that playlist would serve as an introduction to the rest of the students in the class. It was the first assignment. Some of them are kind of retro and they do collect yes. baseball cards yeah. or vinyl. Yeah. vinyl. They collect vinyl. Or they collect, oh, comic books. The question is, what do you do with the collection? It's very difficult to complete any kind of collection. So it's often a very long, uh, arduous, but fun task. And then what do you do with yeah. it? Yeah. Have you looked into that at all? Um, I know some collectors, and interestingly, they lock them up in safes for the most part. At least if they're collecting stamps, I mean big time stamp collectors, uh -huh. or uh, numismatists, right? They lock that stuff up, and they pull it out to show people who will appreciate them, but 
then they lock the stuff away. And then uh, they get buried with it. Or some of them really make a living dealing in it, trading around stuff. We had the great good fortune in, in my class to have visit us the guy who is the foremost collector of Spider-Man memorabilia in the world. What's his name? Okay. His name is Mike Berkey, B-U-R-K-E-Y. Fascinating guy. And he's got safes. He keeps all of his Spider-Man stuff in safes. But he came to my class with drafts of comic books, and I, I forget exactly what these things are called, but he came with a stack of them, not Spider-Man, but other kind of comic book stuff. So um, Archie and Veronica and, and some other um, comic book characters. Were like proofs? They were, they were proofs They were before they were colored. And he gave them to my students. Each student in my class got one. Wow. So incredibly generous. Well, in fact, I know that the collectors that I've spoken to, mm -hmm. many of them consider it a, their duty because they're just like custodians. Yes. And it's their duty to share what they have with the rest of the world. Right, right. Well, and then some of them, of course, do give their collections to archives or libraries or museums. Yeah, if they can. If they can, yeah. or if what they're collecting is deemed valuable enough. Just final question, advice that you might have for a collector. Oh, collect what you love. Surround yourself with things that you love. Whether someone else loves them or not seems to me immaterial. Very good. So. Thanks very much. Thank you, Nigel. I enjoyed it. I've been speaking with uh, Cheryl Toursney, who is the Dean and Vice President of Hiram College in Hiram, Ohio. Thanks again. Thank you.